0: Hey, you guys, this is Dietrich Davis from Wrestlers with Experience. On this episode, we, um, I think I made a big mistake because I was jumbled with all types of information and I happened to be answering a question to one of my friends who work in the entertainment industry about Sinclair uh, Broadcasting. And I'm on this episode, I think I 100% mixed up the Sinclair Broadcasting and the dealings with Fox and USA Network and Universal. Um, there's a part in the podcast where I say uh, Sinclair has a percentage of universals. So I don't know exactly what I said, but because I had so much information based off of it and I was doing research for a friend who wanted to do something with Sinclair Broadcasting, I legitimately mixed up the information. So, when I get to that part in the podcast, please forgive me. It was a unconscious mistake. I get lots of phone calls all the time from friends that I know who work in the industry personally who ask me to research information or to give them um updates on certain things. So when you hear me say uh, sinclair and the u s a network somehow are family are in partnership, I pretty much know that i'm wrong, but I was unaware of it because I was thinking of a thousand things as I was doing this episode. So, once again, forgive me. Um, do not hold what I said at that point. I'm very well versed in film and television and entertainment. That's the industry I work in, that's the industry I 100% understand. But every so often, even us people who work in the industry mix things up. I did a lot of traveling this week, and I'm still on the uh. Downside of being back in New York City and relax and getting things back together. So once again, please forgive me. It was an honest mistake. Enjoy episode eleven with myself, Dietrich Davis, and Mark. Like Mark, I'm uh, Mark Morrell. Excuse me, of wrestlers with experience. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. Thank you, and once again, forgive me for my mistake. But on episode fourteen, because uh, oh, episode thirteen, which we will be doing next week. I will be clearing up the Universal Sinclair, Universal uh, USA Network thing and the Sinclair thing, and I'll give you the full breakdown of how these companies connect and if they do connect in the business of entertainment. Thank you so much. Huh. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, yo, this is episode
1: 11 of Wrestlers with Experience. My name is Dietrich Davis. And I am... Mark Morell, aka Mark Knight, aka M Double, aka a nigga with too many Ms. Yeah, popping. you'll
0: figure it out every week. You, you figure it out.
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, I just use niggas, so I'm you know I'm just filling myself today.
0: No, I use nigger on a regular basis. So Keeps I'm our not... teeth
1: white like coconut oil. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: keep it copacetic at all times. But um, I want to talk. Uh, we're testing out our video component, people. Mm-hmm. You will be able to download video podcasts. Of course, we're going to put everything on YouTube and go live on YouTube. Um, we're using the Mevo system. It's a pretty dope system. Um, my assistant is getting a second one for us so we can get real popping with the camera angles so we can have 15 angles on you. But long story short... Um,
1: you guys are in for a treat because we about to give it to you straight with no chaser and... You know, you can only get the best, but damn, dude, you know, you stay coming up with the toys, man. <laughs> I got
0: to find a way to keep us ahead of everybody and in the future. Um, A lot of video podcasts, a lot of wrestling podcasts have no video component with Correct. the exception of a few. There's a few guys who have video podcasts right. and they have YouTube shows. And um, there's a few res- live wrestling YouTube shows, but I want to make sure that we are downloadable. So if your job is blocking you from being on YouTube... If you know, some companies do that, they don't let you go on YouTube, they don't let yeah. you do this. But if you have an iPhone or an Amazon phone and you could just download the video and watch us, right? We on. want you to be able to have the experience you want to have. And sometimes seeing the people talk, even if it's just from one fucking angle, is better than not just, getting the visual, you're not getting the visual or this, that, and the other. So we want to keep you uh, going, Word. we want
1: to keep you um, enjoying yourself. So, long story short, um, we got uh, a lot of stuff to get into. We yeah. got a lot of stuff on the plate to like to serve up for y'all. So grab your napkins, grab your utensils, mm-hmm. and uh, let's just get busy so we can serve y'all this uh, this course. So the first thing I want to talk about, cause I want to get it
0: out the way: um, the CM Punk trial. Right, that started this week. I believe um, it started yesterday.
1: Correct? Mm, yeah, I think so. Maybe. All
0: right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This week, because I, I think they've sat down twice or maybe once already. But long story short, um, I think the tile is where uh, I think. CM Punk took the man. I think the man took CM Punk to court. Correct. You know, him and Cole Cabana. Him and Cole Cabana, and I think the man is suing. That the, the doctor is suing them. Yes for one million dollars.
1: Mm-hmm. Based on defamation of character.
0: Right. On, um... if, it's, if it's his medical truth and he has doctor evidence that they didn't cut this thing out and they didn't do what they did and they let him go out and wrestle and it was a patch-up go-out-and-wrestle thing and he has his medical proof, then I believe CM Punk is somewhat right. Mm-hmm. But at the same fucking time, um, CM Punk is being petty. And he was very petty on the part. He spoke his truth, but he was being petty. Now, the fans making signs and making fun of the doctor, you take that on the chin. People get booed every day in every type of business, and you just got to take it on the chin. Sounds like a wrestling angle to me, brother. (laughs) Yeah, and in reality, um, he's suing for $1 million in damages. But in reality, this is how I look at it, and this is how a legal team will look at it, maybe, if I'm wrong. He didn't lose his job. Right. He still works for WWE. Right. He hasn't lost any private business if that right. was talked about. Mm-hmm. All he got, di- all all that happened was was a lot, a couple of hundred thousand fans over the course of time, has publicly made fun of him, and a few
1: podcasts berated him. So let's go back to this. Now this all stems from. Um, the Art of Wrestling podcast from Bana. Uh, Cabana, Bana, Cabana, uh, which was a few years ago, actually four years ago to be exact. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the day that that um, was; those two episodes were released. Um, not without getting into all kind of details, but basically, Punk just came out and told his side of the story as right, to why he, he left really wasn't.
0: He was fresh. He talked. He talked ill about everybody because that's how he felt about everybody. Right. We're talking about. He talked ill about the doctor. He talked ill about Vince. He talked extremely ill about Triple H. Exactly. And he talked ill about Ryback. Mm-hmm. Um. And he talked. And the doctor should understand. He talked ill about everybody equally. He's talking about his experience in the company. Right. And he also talked about how his wife sent him to. her her doctor mm-hmm. who was a former wrestler in WWE to go get this situation checked out. Right. It's a you know, it's it's what it was. Um he has a right to speak that freely. He felt like he was misdiagnosed. So if you I mean it's like Was it I think it was more than misdiagnosed. I think he felt he was m- medically mistreated. Right. And that the company didn't really care about his health. I don't know if how if that's how the company thinks, but if you have a shitty attitude, that someone should, I mean, I know there's a doctor's oath and this, that, and mm-hmm. the other, but CM Punk, or whatever uh, Philip, whatever his name is, Phil Brooks, Phil Brooks, he looks like he could be uh, a little bit shitty. Well, and he's always
1: on the emo life thing. I can't take that. Well, my thing is this, right? I mean, I can't really speak up for him, but I'll I'll just say this, you know, because I I respect the man. I'm a fan of, of Phil Brooks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just think that he just he had a right to vent. He, felt like he, he so. felt like he was, you know, he felt like the jilted ex-boyfriend in a relationship shit didn't work out, you know, because he was expecting one thing and then he got something totally different. Um, <clears throat> He felt that he got fucked over. So he had a right to go out there and to say what was on his mind, like how the average person would do. Now, we compla- I've complained about doctors that I've had. Oh,
0: they just want the insurance money. They yeah. do this. They do that. Jesus Christ. I don't even know why I go to this fucking doctor. It was a regular conversation. It was two friends talking about the issues at
1: work. So now what happened is, is that the doctor basically felt like his character was being defamed. So he wanted to take liability and take action against these two, against um, Punk and Phil, I mean Punk and Coke Mm. But um like you and said And Coke
0: Cabana is, is nowhere to blame. If anything, all Coke Cabana did was listen and hit a fucking record button. He, yeah,
1: he just gave he gave Punk the platform, the speakers piece because everybody wanted to know what was going on in Punk's mind during that time once he walked out of the company. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's all that that's all it was. You know, and then in turn everybody else went to other podcasts, Vince was on Austin's. He gave his view about it. Triple H went on Austin's. And that was a very controlled
0: podcast.
1: Right. Austin went, I mean, Triple H was on Austin's and explained his side of the story and said, well, you know, when things work out, things work out, maybe he'll come back. You know, these things in wrestling tend to work like that from time to time at all times. People you expect that will would, that would always say they would never come back. They eventually do, but who knows? Right Right. about now, the case is just getting started. We're about to see where it goes.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's going to last over over a week. I think it's going to be, within two weeks, it'll be judgment. And I'm one of those people, Um, I'm going through a lawsuit right now, and my girl will tell you, I don't believe in judgments. I believe in settlements. This guy is looking for a settlement, but unfortunately, I think there's going to be a judgment And is either the case, I don't think the case is going to get dismissed, but I think the judgment will be no damages was truly done. Right. Because he lost no salary. He still has his fucking job, Mm -hmm. this, that, and the other. So those are things to me that that that, that doctor has to take on the chin. Right. And in reality, maybe WWE needs to make people sign NDA agreements on medical services provided by the company. Right. And call it a day because that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. And that's how I
1: would protect the. Doctor. He's not the. Only, I don't think he's the only doctor on staff. No, there's there's several doctors on staff. I mean, I'll, I'll give you another example like this. You look at Katsuyori Shibata from New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, once he had the that epic battle with Okada, my man was concussed mm-hmm. big time, hard body. Right. Shibata has been out of action for almost a year now. Mm-hmm. Okay, he has done absolutely nothing except for. Rehab, get back into um shape and what have you, but he's busy training the recruits at the um LA dojo right about now. The same thing with um um Hanma, um who's um, and not to talk New Japan on the re- on the American right. podcast, but I'm just episode, saying for yeah. example, right, right. The, the the New Japan doctors, they're just they're doing what they need to do. And these but guys if they get
0: listening. pissed off about the medical treatment, that's their freedom to express. Exactly. I think if you feel you've been mistreated medically you have one if i'm in new japan and i get mistreated medically i 100% have a right especially as a an, for as an american mm-hmm. as a foreigner in their country yeah. the first thing you want is the best medical attention especially if there's a language barrier so right. here's CM Punk with no language barrier here in the states going through it and he's going through it but that's not this is Look, we come from a we come from the days of NFL not talking about concussions, concussions because right. it would cost them fucking money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're looking at scenarios like that.
1: Or how many basketball players in the old days done tweaked their knees, blew out their knees, blew out their and, ankles. And they and... changed the game because now the game is more run and gun. Back in the day,
0: you was damn near able to punch Jordan in the face and throw him into the third row. Mm-hmm. Now you jam your finger, you're out for 10 games. Yep. You know what I'm saying, so that's something a lot of people need to take into account. That the game is a little bit different now, yeah, than absolutely. it ever was. Um, I I don't feel bad for CM Punk. I don't wish him no good. I don't wish him no bad. Um, I just think, I think, I think CM Punk. He said what he said. It is what it is. Yeah. The proof is in the medical records, whether the WWE kept those medical records on point or whether the doctor kept those records on point. Um, CM Punk and his wife, did they do diligence to make sure that his health was correct, and he did get healthier and better looking after he left WWE. Absolutely. So another thing I want to get into, um, there's not much to really talk about the CM Punk thing because that can turn into beating a dead horse. Right.
1: Um. Let's talk about Enzo Amore. He got cleared. Eric Ardent, you know, was cleared of all rape charges uh, with the young lady out in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm, excuse me, not Philadelphia, Phoenix, Arizona. Rape allegations. The rape not charges, allegations. Yeah, rape allegations. So everything was dropped. You know what I mean? So um, And she seemed batshit crazy when you well look they, up the videos? And well, stuff. speculation to it is is that she was allegedly on narcotics. She allegedly had these problems. Her friends and families family members have um spoken about the this you know her her basically her character based on what uh, you know what she does and this is only speculation mm-hmm. but needless to say allegedly her family right allegedly so Arden is cleared of ch- is cleared he's a free man now let's talk about what he got into this Monday
0: well he dro- see now here's the problem I have with the song you spoke your truth
1: but now if this young lady
0: feels you're making money off of defaming her or discri- or or for what she felt was a, what you call it even though it was dropped she could technically come back and sue well, and that's where defamation of character comes in okay but at the same time he spoke his freedom he said see, he did talk about garnish wages and this that and the other Lost I money think and he's everything. a trash rapper i heard him on hot 97 he can't spit the song only became catchy because I listened to it three times, and he had about three or four one-liners. Mm-hmm. But Enzo ain't shit. I need you to go back to the wrestling ring. Um,
1: but now the thing is, what wrestling promotion is going to take Eric NXT Arden?
0: Because he's a star.
1: Okay. Did you see the, the, the he, immense love he got in Times Square? Well, he has a huge following, and those were his fans, and his fans were there for support with him, and that was a beautiful thing. But I mean- if you saying he should go back to NXT, I really don't no, see I mean, WWE I, opening the door for him. Now, there's talk that there might be a potential um opportunity at Impact. Well,
0: Impact is looking to and not to talk about them cuz um I want to talk to you about this Impact stuff. Okay. Off 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 mic. Okay. Off mic and off camera. Um but the trick is with Impact. Um I think Ring of Honor is too goody two shoes for him. Right. Ring of Honor is too candy coated. They're too this, they're too that. He can't be there. Um he's not a workhorse and
1: and, and and Ring of Honor is a workhorse federation. He's an entertainer, and I think what he should do is cut his teeth on the indies, go around the world and try 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 his hand at something. Enzo needs
0: a Enzo is the problem is I don't think Enzo can give you a twenty five minute match you wanna watch. Well, so he needs that eight nine tele eight nine minutes of television, which is WWE and Impact at this time, right?
1: But um, I would think I, w- I would think that if he wanted to surprise people, work hard, train, and come out with something different, evolve. You know
0: what the problem is? It, he's definitely not going to do that. And no disrespect, but you know, he music is a very simple career. It's not. I'm I'm going to say music is simple, but he chose a genre that doesn't take a lot of work. And you can accidentally create a hit more often than on purpose create a hit. Right. Also, he's a to- he's a microphone person. He he's a talker. He can talk for twenty minutes. We've seen him do it to mm-hmm. us on Raw. Yeah. Pause. Um, he's a talker. I don't think Enzo is going to do that. And he's been treated very. He's been paid very well by WWE. He has a certain lifestyle. He has a certain this. And I think Impact will be the only people who can entertain him because they need talkers. Yes, they do. He could be fucking world champion over at TNA. Which he can be. You know, fucking around. And all he needs is people to carry the match for him. Yep. Um, but the Indies, because there's less microphone game and more work ethic, I think we'll get more I think he'll be more damaged there. Or he'll get lost in the
1: shuffle. Or or he can do what he do, talk people into the building. Because people will take an interest to see what he's going to do mm-hmm. inside that ring, whether if it's for 8 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, or 20 minutes. The fact of the matter is, is that he'll be able to draw people in, and he'll do that. Well,
0: we'll see if he's really capable, because he wasn't able to draw people in the 205 Lives. So, you see, we don't know his draw potential yet, because it never really got there. Well, they so-
1: said he sold a lot of merch during his run. In the lot his his uh, wigs were moving, his t-shirts were right. moving. Right,
0: and I think, and, and no disrespect to WWE fans, but I think they're very programmed to purchase. Uh, it's like impulse purchasing It's like when you go into Target and mm-hmm. you get everything you need, and then all of a sudden you have to register and you're grabbing the water, the what you call it, and I think WWE has created impulse purchasing at a high rate. Let mm-hmm. me just get, even if you can't get anything, let me get something. I'm not saying he can't move merch. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying Enzo, um, let me reframe. The WWE put a very heavy protection barrier over him. And like a lot of their talent that's homegrown in NXT, they put a large protection barrier on top of them. And they don't know. And then a lot of those guys who are homegrown from NXT don't do too well because they didn't start off on the indies. Right. Where it, certain guys who start off in the indies, they could be, Cody's a rare form. He grew or up with territory. a dad in the yeah. business. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's he grew up with a family in the business. So those are those things. Not to, And I'm not bashing Enzo. I just think Enzo needs to be in a system where he's only on the screen for 8 to 10 minutes and his
1: microphone time is 5 to 15 and he can get shit across. Well, I would just say this, right? Just in my opinion, you know, because I'm just going to give it as a give it. I think that, like I said, You know, in a business where it's about drawing crowds in, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's smart fans or the casual fan, you see that dude's face on a poster somewhere, people are going to go flock, and they're going to see it. We don't know yet. See, the test is now. Now, he had a big crowd on Monday. And this was, we're talking about Memorial Day Mm -hmm. in Times Square. Now, Times Square is busy as fuck every day. Right. But- He he had a huge crowd of people out there, and I'm and I'm a and he signed graphs, t-shirts and all kind of whatnot out there. I'm gonna tell
0: you why I'm gonna say fuck that crowd. One, you did it on Memorial Day weekend when half the United States is in New York City, Mm -hmm. on vacation time. Okay, you triggered a lot of fans who didn't have to pay for something. I want to see this nigga test it when they have to pay for a ticket. Mm. Well, when he does a live show. Are you gonna be doing the little clubs, or are you gonna be making yourself to where you're doing uh, the five thousand seated buildings? Well, we'll see what happens. You know, but personally, his music career is trash. Um, the video was interesting. He basically told the story in five minutes flat. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. I'm a, I, I I support Enzo More. But at the same time. Fuck that nigga. Fuck him. <laughs> and he did bore us a lot on 205 Live after two to three minutes. Well, you know, he had to carry it by himself because he was the only talker. Right. But the trick is then let the wrestling work and then get him to get him out off the mic in under five minutes or less. Prax. But all right, fuck Enzo. Let's move on to the next person next thing. Um We did CM Punk goes or trial. Oh. So the big thing is the the in the NBC deal. Yes, let's talk not about the that. the NBC deal the um earlier when this podcast first started and me before we started this podcast I never I I remember saying to you I think a year and a half ago before this was even on the internet Fox is looking to take not buy WWE but bring the network over. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I remember you laughed and you smirked.
1: Yeah, I did, because I'm saying I was so like, what the hell will Fox Sports need WWE for when they got UFC? They got Major League Baseball. They just they got lost NFL? UFC.
0: Which I told people was going to happen.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: ESPN, You got to remember, they just sold, they got a stockpile of money. They're mm-hmm. not getting rid of their television stations, but they're becoming the live event network. Right. And USC has kind of groomed them to um has kind of groomed them in a way they not I'm not going to say groom because Fox's been doing TV since before we were born. The point is, I think that's the perfect place for them, and I always thought that was the perfect place, but with them selling their television rights, their movie rights mm-hmm. to Disney um gives them a large pocket of cash right they also are um, and I want to say this correctly they're rebranding their networks across the board. Not necessarily their news networks, but the Fox Sports 1, this, that, and the other. In WWE, it was very clear that the USA Network didn't want their SmackDown, and they said they was embarrassed. But if you take all WWE content off of the USA Network, then you got a lot of reruns of CSIS. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't remember all the shows. I know White Collar, maybe. It's a rerun channel. Uh, What's that other show with the cops? Um, Uh, Doom Doom with that shit. Law and Order. I was about to say LA Law, yeah. You could only pump so many hundred hours of Law and Order, and then your only new content that's fresh every week is Raw. But um, SmackDown just became the number one show. Mm -hmm. They want stars on the show. They're going to build stars on the show. And you got to remember, this is broadcast television. This is not regular UPN9 shit. Right. This is motherfucking Fox. Fox. And uh, what's his name, Rupert? Rupert Murdoch. Said very clearly that they're embarrassed. And I listened to a few podcasts, and they said straight up and down that how does WW? how do they know that's what they said, this, that, and the other? And I'm going to have to agree with Rupert Murdoch as a person who's worked in television and film and has sat in there. Networks tell the truth to other people about it. Mm -hmm. Those lunch dinners, those this, those that, those this, that, and the other, all of that shit is unnecessary. Um, They say that shit. And some companies don't like the products that they have, but the products bring in ratings. But they know if they lose the WWE programming, and and they lost WWE programming many years ago to Spike TV. Right. And obviously they came right on back. Absolutely, and and gave them, but I believe they was only getting two hundred and seventy million between the two shows. Now the one show is getting two hundred. Now SmackDown is getting two hundred and five million dollars with a live event show being played on Friday. Mm-hmm. They don't have, they don't have. Uh, the 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 UFC has now moved over completely to ESPN. Okay, so. They're gonna build some shit around them. They're gonna give them the advertising time, which I don't think Vince is paying for. Right. And Rupert Murdoch said, "We want to work together. We want to brand the McMahons and the Murdochs." That's not something you say that you haven't thought through over the last few it, years.
1: It, it takes time to think about something like that because right. what you're looking at is you're looking at two dynamic powerhouses in the um, field of entertainment: one creating together.
0: content and one presenting content.
1: So therefore, you know, it's it's a pretty much like a win-win situation for both um, the Murdochs and the McMahons.
0: Right. And I think, and I think, no matter what people say, Raw is, is going to end up on Fox Network. Maybe not in the next two years, but I 100% believe within the next four years it's going to be over there. Because what's going to happen is the USA Network is owned by the Sinclair Company, and it's a mom-and-pop
1: company. No, 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 that's NBC Universal, um, USA. It's NBC Universal. <laughs> Do your homework. It's NBC Universal. Do your homework.
0: I'm going to leave it at that. That is a Sinclair partnership and
1: company. How's that possible? S- Sinclair is Sinclair is the mom and pop um, corporation. So how does that oversee NBC Universal? Universal Films, break it down to this man.
0: MCA Records, because my Def Jam. Because a lot of people don't understand the business of television.
1: Okay, here we go. Teach, teach me something. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) A
0: lot of people don't understand. The USA Network is a Sinclair company.
1: So wait a second. So USA, but wait, but USA Network has been around since the 1980s. The Sinclair Network has. You don't, Recently, like, my—I mean, just my my speculate my my guess. You know,
0: Sinclair owns radio like Hot ninety seven, this that, and the other, blah blah
1: blah. Okay, like Clearwater. Like when you talk like that, I think of Clearwater when it comes down to owning radio stations all over the United States. You know, when I when I think of that, when, mm-hmm. when you bring up Hot ninety seven, Power one hundred five, and well, that's under you know Clearwater. I that I understand. I'm familiar with that.
0: So Sinclair owns American News Network, Tribune Broadcasting. It is the owner of MSNBC. Um, and the list goes on and on. Um, Sinclair is a mom and pop, but they are a monster.
1: Holy shit.
0: And if I'm wrong, someone will correct me, but Sinclair Broadcasting owns a a lot of, of companies.
1: Okay. So well, hey, you know, yeah, a lot of people
0: Sinclair. And if I might be mixing it up, and I'm not, I'm looking at it online right now. I just like to say I'm mixing it up to fuck with people.
1: Um, <laughs> you see, you about to get me gas, son, because I, I know. I mean, I might not know TV like you do because of your years of experience in television. But shit, bro, I, listen, Universal's been around since like time when they've been doing movies, yeah, man. but there's movies, many, man. there's many the versions of the shit. Universal
0: Network. See, a lot of people, Universal is the presentation company. They present, but they're buying licenses from a lot of people, and okay. I believe also Sinclair also does business with Ring of Honor, oh, they, which well, they, also does business with yeah, Fox.
1: They produce the they they produce and distribute ROH uh, television, right? Which
0: is which is on a Fox network, which comes on on Saturdays, and it's not going to hurt SmackDown being what you call it. No,
1: nah, it wouldn't. I mean, um.
0: But NBC Universal, they do business with Sinclair. Let me just say that. Okay. Right? So they do heavy business with Sinclair. But the USA Network is a mom and pop station. If you don't have, some cable companies don't carry the USA Network.
1: Uh, that's true.
0: But everybody carries Fox. Mm-hmm. So move the Sinclair stuff for soccer. I'm going to get into a bigger detail on that in general about Sinclair Broadcasting Group, um, which is down in the Hunt Valley. Um, but a lot of people. A lot of people don't realize the the USA Network doesn't come across. All right, you may have it on Time One, you may have it on this, but there's 50 cable chat companies. Fox is across everything, mm-hmm. so Fox has a larger presentation. So not only is Fox going to broadcast it on all their chains, so you got commercials of Raw, uh, SmackDown going to be running during the news, right? Commercials of SmackDown being run during when they're rerunning movies. Sports games. Sports games, this, that, and the other.
1: Also, some people
0: don't leave Fox. Some people don't turn their channel from Fox. So to me, their numbers are going to go up naturally to twos and threes, which that's all you really fucking need to keep Mm -hmm. a steady show. Right. Plus, it is the only content that doesn't have an off-season. So they are continuously producing television right. on a regular basis. Now they're going to give them a studio show. No, people think it's going to be a talk show. I think it's going to be a small NXT-like TV show ran in one of the
1: studios. So now that means you're, you're taking the business NXT-like. back. NXT-like. So, so which means you're going to be taking the business back. No, no, no. no. I, oh. I, I get what you're thinking, but it's not that. It's, so you mean to tell me that it's not going to come across like um, – NWA
0: back in the day, where Ric Flair would cut the promo inside
1: the TV studio. Not right? at all. I or, think we're going to get or like Memphis Television.
0: Not at all. One hundred percent. Not at all like that. Uh, when 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 Impact was once called TNA, and TNA was recording on the Universal set. Mm-hmm. That's a studio show. That's a studio show, right? Right. Um, the NXT show is a studio show,
1: but they also travel.
0: Doesn't matter. It's a studio show. When they when they when they give you NXT Live, is always from full sell. That's the contract. It's one hundred percent a studio show. So I think they I think they're saying okay, we get this, and you get a studio show. Fox doesn't know how to do one piece of programming. They want multiple pieces of programming. All right. So when you think about that, okay, we're gonna get SmackDown plus a studio show. People would think it's going to be a sit-down talk show. Some people are thinking like you're thinking like the old NWA, old Memphis style. It's going to be a probably an NXT style show just
1: because you got studio sets are huge. Some studio sets can hold 5,000 people. You know what I would like to see? if they mm-hmm. If they go about that, I would like for them to do that women's show. There's a few. They may do a tag team show. They may do a women's show. They may
0: move 205 Live over to that. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of places they can go. And you gotta remember. And I think they get the freedom to double back all of it immediately onto the network.
1: Okay, that that would make sense because people will tune in to watch and see that. Yeah, of course.
0: So you got people who now you're plugging in an antenna to watch Fox. Mm -hmm. You're back to that. Okay, I can see that. Basic cable carries all Fox.
1: Yes, it does. 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 So
0: we're talking about Fox Sports one, this, that, and the other. Um, I think the USA Network only give now the USA Network is offering two hundred and sixty million an episode to Raw. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, two hundred and sixty million or two hundred and seventy five million an episode to Raw. In reality, I wouldn't be shocked if the the Murdochs and Fox say fuck that. We're gonna
1: give you okay four hundred million for Raw. So they you up the cash. Raw goes over there, and then, like you said, it goes to the fact that USA Network would then just have to be stuck with reruns, right? And 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 and, and USA
0: Network does create original content and this, that, and the other, but they already have a ready package deal, and I think they lowball Vince and the business. Is forever changed. Now, to get off of the money and the numbers, because later on I'm going to clear up the Sinclair, Universal, what you call it stuff for people. And I'm going to get, I have all the research. I got to put it in the right order so people get it because Sinclair deals with everybody. Like all networks deal with everybody. Right. But now they get more commercial time, which means more money for the company because right. now the, now it's what that's, commercials that's advertising dollars right. coming in. People don't understand when Raw went to 3 hours it benefited the talent more than what they think. It created more advertising dollars. Though it made the show a little bit more draggy, it did, it creates more advertising dollars for the business. So though WWE may be complacent with their storylines and their storytelling and I think that's because of the USA network mm-hmm. and I think on the Fox network they're going to get a little bit more freedom because if you're saying the company's embarrassed by you which means they're always holding your skirt down and always making sure that you don't show your knees now these motherfuckers at Fox is probably going to say do everything you need to motherfucking do
1: lift the skirt show the panties
0: no i'm not going to say that <laughs> but um um but what i will say no, is no i'm that, not
1: being sexist ladies and gentlemen i'm just calling it like i see it
0: but um i think what will end up happening is is that we're going to get a more edgier piece of content because they're gonna build uh, money, they're gonna build SmackDown more like the fight show, more like the live show, Makes storyline driven. This, that, and the other. Okay, we all know WWE is scripted television with live action, right? But at the same time, this can either hinder the creative pool of the company or destroy the creative pool of the company, or push them to put some real shit out there. I think the money makes them complacent because they bought the product as is. Mm. That's like you buying a car as is. You know all the fucking problems. Yeah. But they got a big, they have to rebrand largely. And Fox rebranding is hitting a scale like like unknown before. Hey, you know. You get what I'm saying? So More power to Fox. Yeah, so the question is, do you think this is going to hurt the talent pool? Because now the guaranteed contract game gets bigger.
1: I think that it doesn't. But what I also think it may do, I think that it will strive to push the talent further and stronger to perform better. I think that it will push them to have the bookers um, give us more compelling angles and storylines and more storytelling in the matches. Because truth be told, um, and I think if we're going to go further into this, Mm-hmm. based on what was done a week ago, shit was kind of whack on, on um, Raw last week. Monday night was their lowest rated show.
0: And that's another thing I want to get into before I get back to it, as we get back to it. The fans don't need to know the numbers. The fans don't need to know the ratings. And I think the problem is, and I'm not blaming this on Kevin Nash and them, but when it became ratings-based you included the television viewer on something that has nothing to do with them.
1: So, which means that you you, you, you gave them... A the, tool that the, they didn't need. Right. Okay. So, we we basically became smart based on the fact that, okay, we tuned in, and this is like for between 98, or actually between 96 and 98, we're tuning in between both programs to see what was going on in the shows. Mm-hmm. Right? So, in a way that what you're saying is that that became detrimental to the wrestling no, fan.
0: The issue is when Eric Bischoff went on TV and said, "I beat you eighty six weeks in a row eighty three it's really eighty six. It's not it's it's eighty three weeks, but they did pull him. they Eric Bischoff doesn't count the roars. the sm- the first one where he took him over where he beat him by three or four points. and he doesn't count. I was doing the research because I want to do a whole show on this, but it's officially eighty six weeks. They knocked them down. But 83 weeks of talked about. got remember, WWE and WCW was on a motherfucking decline.
1: Mm. Well... They both were
0: at the same time until the angle of Hall and Nash. Right. The numbers were all... They were, everybody was in the twos.
1: Because that was the recession of the um, wrestling business at that time. Well, at the, But you gotta think about it. Was it a
0: recession or is it just average television? Two million steady viewers on a TV show is fucking strong. Yeah, but that's what still, people don't understand. That's but, stronger but, than what you realize. Yeah,
1: but even still, both companies at that time, before the Monday Night Wars kicked off in '95, there was a there was a wrestling recession going on. Rece- business wise,
0: wrestling recession business wise, maybe, but it's still steady business. And I think people who don't understand it or don't get it completely. Don't understand. You you if you create a TV show right now and you got 2 million viewers, you got a season fucking 2. Yeah. The total bellas, a lot of the shows on ETV only gets 500,000 viewers. Whereas 600,000 viewers with WWE, they can go down to a 1.4 and it's still considered good programming. Yeah. So I think what happened was certain the, the boom got so heavy because there was less fucking television at the time. Mm-hmm. Now we have a 600% increase in television. We have a 2000, 2400% increase in online television. Right. YouTube, Netflix, Amazon, uh, different ways to watch it, smart televisions, just, you know, just everything that's that. And everything. Right. Right. So when you have those increases, the numbers are the same. And not but, to
1: mention streaming sites, too.
0: Right. So we're not counting. We're not counting Vince has another one million subscribers plus on the network. We're not counting that, so he still has a steady three to four million fan base between YouTube, the two net, the two shows, and the network. Mm-hmm. So he's in a phenomenal fucking place. The problem is fans got hold of. It's like giving someone a screwdriver. And they're stripping the screw nail over and over again. Okay, okay. But they don't need the. But they realize you never needed the screwdriver, and you never should have been screwing that nail to begin with. So
1: basically, it has to get to the point to where, um, since they are the only show in town, and let's be totally honest here, they disobliterated everybody's hopes and dreams. It's time for them to. It's time for, in many ways, it's time for the fans to get back into being fans. But however, voices are changing everywhere you go. So what's the next thing we're going to talk about?
0: No, oh, Well, that leads me to go into now, how does this affect the wrestlers? Because now the guaranteed contract game is beneficial for years. This makes it worse. So now how more complacent do guys get on the roster? So because Vince can still keep shoving us Roman and the ratings are going to stay the same.
1: Well, here's the deal. The talent has to now step up, change the game, and to do things to stand out. I mean, because let's be honest, like you said, if they could continue to shove Roman Reigns down our throats, then the talent got to be able to step up and say, like, oh, hell no, 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 no. We got other guys here. We can step up. We can do what we need to do.
0: I mean. Ain't no stepping up when the boss ain't letting you. And you got to remember, at the end of the day, what everybody needs to understand, it ain't the WWE; it's the Vince McMahon show.
1: But what Vince wants from his talent is for them to step the fuck up and to do some shit. But when they for them do, to stand out so that they could be the next breakout star. Here's the, but when they do, he
0: punishes them, and they never get out of punishment.
1: But if they start drawing in numbers and start drawing in fans, and they start bringing in revenue, then Vince changes his tune. Vince hasn't changed his tune.
0: I think the problem is Vince has reverted back to eighties Vince and we don't know whether... I think Vince is back to the way he was in the 80s, and he has a formula to do things, and the attitude ever worked because it was the only time he might not have been in control of the outcome of the fans.
1: Well, that and the fact that he had somebody to work with, and that was Austin. Yeah, but also,
0: there's a lot of talent in the WWE he can work with. The problem is he's choosing only what he wants to work with. Mm -hmm. Drew McIntyre is a future world champion.
1: Right, and he's proving that
0: outside of the company. But at the same time, you got him running with Ziggler. And Ziggler... As Ziggler, who who has the best foot out the door than anybody in a guaranteed $1 million deal. You get what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Ziggler, Ziggler is the worst person to tag him up with because his attitude is, fuck it, I don't care.
1: Well, he's going to get that, that money. Of. But then again, maybe by him teaming up... And here's the catch. Maybe with him teaming up with um, McIntyre, to change his attitude and push him to want to even want to work harder than ever before It's a good chance of that
0: There's a, I'm not going to knock that but at the same time Ziggler has uh the WWE don't believe in him they don't trust him and he's a glorified pinfall guy
1: I mean well fuck if you keep putting him in a situation where you got him jobbing out to everybody every other week I mean shit I'd, listen Steve Lombardi would be a hall of famer and a 15 time world champion too if I was booking him in that same
0: situation but let me ask you a question is Ziggler really worth the time? Because to me, all he is is a all he is is a clone of Shawn Michaels, and I, I've never seen the real Dolph Ziggler on screen.
1: I mean, well, let's think about it, right? We're comparing apples to oranges. We know how great Shawn was, mm-hmm. but then we're talking about Dolph. Dolph has been sidelined with. This injury, that injury, bad booking, so and so and so and so and so and so. But and do the fans really believe
0: in him? Because in reality, his merchandise never blew through the roof. He's never had a, a, a premier piece of merchandise. He's and they've given him they've given him free. They gave him two world title runs, and it seems like he became dead
1: on air. Numerous intercontinental title runs, numerous United States championship runs. Maybe a tag team title run will probably do a little something different for him.
0: Right. But in reality, we all know. That if you take, uh, what's that? What's the dude name running around with him right now? I just said a Drew joke. McIntyre. You take Drew McIntyre and you put him next to his old 3MB partner,
1: Gender, they'll look more stronger than him and Ziggler. Well, of course, naturally, but then again, listen, um, put him with the mass superstar back in the day. Fucking Dolph Ziggler would be a fucking star, and we all know that the mass Uh, superstar was
0: a star. Yeah, but also maybe Ziggler, maybe WWE just needs to fire him and say, "Look, you don't work for our product. He might work better in a TNA or in New Japan, where it's all talent based. He does not cut a good promo. He he's not good on the mic. He looks phenomenal, but he might be better in New Japan or Impact. This is why this
1: is why I beg to differ when it comes down to Dolph, right?" When I seen, and we're shooting here. When I seen Nick Namath back in tough enough, when he was just getting started, coming in there get, cutting his teeth, I saw a guy with a phenomenal look, hair, body, and everything, real cocky, brash, arrogant—a Jeff Jarrett slash, um, pseudo Ric Flair type. Yeah, you know when I and, saw and, you him. You know, and this is and this is mm. and this is what I think: if they put Ziggler in that type of mode. As a cocky, brash um, heel, and as a drawing powerhouse, this shit have fucking worked. They did that, and it didn't work.
0: They did. You gotta think about it. Which is which, exactly what you said. They did do, and it fell on deaf ears. Let me tell you something. I saw him when he when he came, showed up in Tough Enough, and then when he came to WWE. You know what I said? That's the close but no cigar guy. Fuck. He's always it's he's always gonna be a bridesmaid. <laughs> no Alright man, you know you know what?
1: I'm, I'm gonna put cheese on that cracker and I'm gonna eat that. <laughs> yeah. I got no He's, choice but what to eat because that. Because they man. got they did give him two
0: title runs.
1: Yeah, but then you know what happened. It don't with, take
0: long to learn what the fans want and What don't happened want?
1: with that second title run? Was he injured? I don't remember. He was injured. He got injured in the match in order for them to take that belt off him. It was short. And he really didn't give him shit to do. They didn't even give him a shot. Like, I mean, like I said Fuck! I could put the belt on Steve Lombardi, the belt on Barry Horowitz, and if you don't give a guy a chance or an opportunity to do something, but the with problem
0: it, was he was given chances. Dolph Ziggler, you got to think about it. WWE gave this nigga another chance, his one point four million dollars.
1: well. Yeah. Allegedly,
0: that's what he got. Let me say that because he's the, he's the, he's saying whatever, but allegedly one point four million dollars. Let's say that
1: one point seven, whatever he got, whatever mm-hmm. his numbers are, right? But still, I think that if you give a guy an opportunity, give him a chance, and put him in there with some compelling matches, with some compelling angles, you know, you get the you get the bookers to get the pencils out the ass but and back on the front. paper. Maybe that motherfucker can turn around and do some shit.
0: I think Dawson's issue is beyond the Booker. Phenomenal talent, not meant to be the greatest of all time.
1: Well, he's never going to be that until he gets a chance.
0: He, d- that, but see, that's that's what we're coming to. He was given extreme amount of chances. Dolph Ziggler has been given more T V time than most talent. Dolph Ziggler has been given more opportunities than most
1: talent. Okay, maybe so. But then so look those at, chances you're talking about was given to him. Look at look at who he's look at who he's what was his most notable feud, the Miz.
0: Right, but he but he's wrestled everybody. He's
1: wrestled everybody. But, but how most... many times have you been bored with
0: a Dolph Ziggler match because all he does is bounce around? See those. These are the factors I'm looking at. See, fuck, all I'm fuck, fuck. <laughs> just saying though. But, but you're going we, off of respect give, for the wrestler. I'm going off of how it looks for business.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at that too. But then it's like you put them in. The, you put them in a long, lengthy program with the Miz. Right. Having a feud over the
0: title. Hold on. And the Miz is a world champion who has had one of the best feuds in a long time. Yeah,
1: but and you know, and and you know what? There's a good chance that the Miz might become world world champion champion again. again, Which is which is inevitable. But again, you put Dolph in that feud with him. It drew money. However. You cut the legs short because you're not satisfied with the product. But you're not also, but you're not putting them in the ring with other talent to see what else they can do so they can draw that Hold money. Hold on.
0: Now I'm going to say you're wrong there. He's been put in the ring with everybody.
1: Give he's me, one of the only wrestlers who wrestled everybody. Give me a notable feud besides The Miz that he's drawn some money off. The, the problem is he's not a drawer. They gave
0: gave him merchandise. Fans didn't want that shit. They changed his look a few times. Fans said, okay, we love Dorf, but this, that, and the other. Unfortunately, Dorf has been giving every fucking opportunity more than three times each. Okay. He shouldn't even have gotten the first world title after they took it off, the second world title, after they took it off of him the first time. Okay. All right. All right, you had him with AJ Lee. That wasn't smart. You had him with Big E. That wasn't smart. Big E is a bigger superstar than that nigga with less opportunity. That's Hello. all I'm gonna say. Hello. That's all. <laughs> Big E is a. It has, has 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 is a bigger superstar than Dorf with less opportunity. Merchandise through the roof. We know that their own tag team fucking belts. That's oh, never course. been done before. cereal, cereal T-shirts, T-shirts, a merch, book and we know he's going to be a future world champion fucking with fox cuz fox ain't scared of no niggas <laughs> all right so uh, well actually fox don't really like niggas but <laughs> don't matter they put baseball games on with nothing but niggas they put football games on with nothing but niggas they put basketball games on the the the, the nba has the least amount of white people walking around all right <laughs> the USA Sh- Network is still selling you blonde hair and blue eyes on reruns. Okay, I could see that right there. You get what I'm saying? So th- these are those things I'm looking at. Fuck, bro. AJ I- Lee, with less time, became a bigger star than Dolph Ziggler. Married to CM Punk, and was still allowed to be on top. She was the world's champion. That's the whole point. Everybody has surpassed Ziggler that been around him. Matter of fact, Ziggler may be the gift of a curse because <laughs> Drew McIntyre is about to become the motherfucking man. He's three, he's three times bigger than he was, he, and if they tag him and Jinder up like I know is going to eventually happen, those two motherfuckers might become
1: the biggest stars in the game. I kind of don't want to see him and Jinder team up. It has I, to happen. I kinda wanna see, I kind of want to see Jinder alone doing what he's doing right about now. You know what? Because he's fucking white hot
0: right now. Right, he's white hot, and I'm not knocking it. But what if Jinder and McIntyre are the first two guys to hold both world titles, be on the same team, and be the motherfucking man?
1: Hey, why the fuck not? What
0: if what if Eddie Guerrero. And then the unbeknown name, Chris, the, uh, the untalked about name, you're not supposed to talk about Chris Benoit were both world champions and tag team champions at the same time. You know how big that would have been. Imagine, imagine if he never, Eddie, if these two never died. He got me salvating out the mouth, ladies Eddie and gentlemen. Guerrero, this, but it's the truth, this is fucking true. This was one of my dream matches if I was the ever book a WrestleMania. Okay, it let's do been, it. Eddie, and this is, and, and before I go on to the next topic, it would have been Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit. Tag Team Champions going up against Daniel Bryan and CM Punk.
1: Oh, you grungy motherfucker. They, that Do you know how much him, money that shit would draw? That's WrestleMania. But then now, here's the catch. It could be a big draw at Madison Square Garden. It could be a big draw see, you're, at you're, any... You're hold adding on. details <laughs> that <laughs> don't <laughs> need <laughs> to be there. But I'm just saying, just people would pay
0: top dollar just to see that. It ain't about the Garden. It's about motherfuckers needing to see that. So the, to me... At one point, that was a dream team for me. And I'm talking about when Daniel Bryanson was the American dr- dragon. Right. That but, was always been a... As I have wrote that down on paper one But
1: just time. picture the location, the locale. Locations See, don't mean shit no more in today's current age. Maybe, maybe it don't. But to the purist, to the real historian, it does make a difference. I mean, shit. Listen, prior to fucking Pontiac Silverdome, the biggest fucking matchup that everyone was talking about was Kaminsky Park. Um... Gotcha! And, um, right. freaking um, fuck the past. I live in the future. I live in the present
0: and the future. I'm a futurist. Fuck that old school shit. I'm telling you some real God shit. God damn
1: it! We talking about drawing dollars. Damn it. B- B- the may- problem maybe- is,
0: see, if you're talking about drawing dollars, it don't matter where it's at. If it happens, it happens. Well. Some of the greatest matches were hurled in places that had a basketball hoop hanging over over it.
1: I would pay good money to see a Guerrero, Benoit, Daniel Bryan, and CM Punk match. You know how big that would have been? Just a tag match?
0: Huge. It don't matter if it was in Philadelphia, Chicago, New York, nigga. It could have been in Saskatchewan or upstate New York. It doesn't matter. That would have stole the <laughs> fucking Saskatchewan, show.
1: Saskatchewan, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. It, it Inside joke, Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah Chris. It would have been a fucking. It, it would have been a fucking. It would have sold. Right. The new, the, in my opinion, if they do this right. Okay. Gender. And McIntyre and let them beat the shit out of the old 3MB member. Have him come Heath out Slater. He Slater. we're getting the band back together, baby. And they put the beats to him and Rhino. Well, yeah, but they
1: kind of did that with um they kind of did that with Jinder and um, and um Slater. Earlier last year.
0: Right, but the all three of them coming back in one uh, little oh, joke. Okay, yeah. Right? But look at look at the way Jinder looks right now. Jinder's a fucking monster. Jinder's a workhorse, way McEntire right? McIntyre looks right D- now. D-
1: okay. Um visually Heath Slater, take your ass to the gym, eat chicken, motherfucker.
0: But but at the same time, <laughs> those two international niggas. A fucking problem. Of course. Imagine if they, if those two were a part of that group that Sheamus was a part of with
1: uh the um,
0: the, what was that group?
1: The Alliance. No, they no, weren't the Alliance. the Alliance. Jesus Christ. Um,
0: they, they were like that international group. Yeah, they, they 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 were the Alliance. No, they were the Alliance of Stone Cold Steve Austin and WCW.
1: No, it's Dangerous Alliance. I'm thinking, what the fuck was their names? I know it had something. That to w- do They wasn't called Dangerous Alliance. WCW and Steve Austin. Steve Austin was the Dangerous Alliance. It's him, Larry Zubisco, No, I'm talking about Eaton, the alliance. And and, um, right. Steve and um, Arn Anderson and the Bobby al- Eaton and the, and the L- alliance
0: was and the alliance was Steve Austin when he ran the, when he had WCW yeah, behind Dangerous him. Dangerous Alliance. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the invasion angle in WWE. Remember when WCW came over?
1: Yeah, well, that right. That was but, the Alliance as well. Okay, but okay. But I'm trying to think the the no, oh, damn it. What the, ah. It was something of nations. League of Nations. The League there of Nations. We go, the League of Nations. Okay, we figured it out somehow. Thank you. Right.
0: You so, know?
1: my point is
0: um Okay, when so- they would, so they would have been a greater league of nations just as two members versus all four of those dudes. Okay, well act- that's to how big I see the future of Jinder and and McIntyre. And let me tell you something, Jinder right now is he has my I'm not a, I, I'm not a fan to none of you motherfuckers, but he is my favorite. He's not my favorite. He has the greatest
1: support for me right now. Jinder. soon to be Intercontinental Champion. And that you know. motherfucker made a promise. He said he's going to Grand Slam throughout before the end of this fucking year. That motherfucker hungry. Right, He yeah. want it. Yeah, and you know what's so and sad? You gotta res- and you got to respect the motherfucker that said he wanted, it,
0: and he about to get this shit popped if they, up. If they do Jinder right, he can main event WrestleMania soon sooner like, in the next three, four years. All right, I can If you build him, if you give him that Slargent Slaughter push, mm. that WrestleMania 7 push okay. with no fear... And give him if you give him that real ruthless, I'm a dictator type, kidnap your children type, blah 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 type, and you get that English uh, that angry Irishman with him, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, we talking money right here. We to- that's all I'm saying. They can be Benoit Guerrero. All right. That's all I'm saying. So I want to talk about. I want to go on. We we went off the rails there, but creatively. That's something you can do on Fox. Okay. Move them niggas over to move
1: them. Move those two over to SmackDown. Let them run. And you can get you got plenty of time. You got more of a space to showcase this talent and to take them and strap the rocket on them and push them to the fucking
0: moon. Yeah. They. Yeah. And see. And this goes to our future conversation about transitional champions for the next episode. All right. Um, but it shows you. Remember, I said like there's transitional champions and there's champions that just failed. Right. Gender. He should have became champion, but his run failed simply because the lack of the right feud. AJ Styles was not the right person for him. Right. AJ. Now, if it was him versus Seth Rollins?
1: Different circumstances. Different circumstances. Just like what they're doing right now. Right. Just like what they're doing right now. You're absolutely right.
0: Right. You get what I'm saying? So. The Mevo powered down. I just wanted to get that test run. I was testing it in 4K. Gotcha. But um, so
1: it's been beautiful to see it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it was
0: okay. It okay. Was, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm doing test runs, and it, by by July we'll be going full live. Facts. Video. All right. But um, long story short, when you're looking at um, the creative pool, I think what Vince may need to do is say, okay, we're doing a show, instead of there being let's let's bring it down to two or three writers. And really focus on giving them a strong SmackDown product because if SmackDown does good, and that USA Network deal comes up again in the next four years, you're now going. I need five hundred million a show, mm-hmm. and he can get that. And the Murdochs got money. Fuck yeah! You gotta understand, Vincent has the only three billion dollar television presentation show, <sighs> absolutely in the game right now, or right. two point something billion. The point is, that's a lot of money to present. Twenty people a week on a show, right? It damn sure is. And I better get my fireworks back on certain wrestlers because the money is there now, right? Or I would have been like, let's build some shit. The Fox.
1: Facts. Is there
0: any other WWE news that we need to get into? Um, I wanted to bring up something a little slick. Uh, so they really gonna put this belt around the Rousley Because I don't think it should happen. She needs a loss so we can get past it.
1: I think that because at the end of the day, right? Um, you're gonna bring her in there. You're gonna push her as a super rookie, and she's gonna win the title. That's gonna be yeah. They they be like, okay, you're shoving her down her throats now. We don't need that shit. We do Yeah. What was the point? Like,
0: and and this is my thing. What's her name said? Oh, I didn't tap. I don't. The arm bar can't stop me and can't this. But Oscar tapped you out to the arm bar. So how did Nia Jacks forget? On national television, documented and replayed numerous that, times.
1: Numerous times that you've been tapped, and this bitch is um. Well, if you figure like this, if they're looking to book her strong as the champion of the world, then maybe the you know she already Oscar looks very weak. weak. I, I mean, how well, are you the mon- that
0: would have never happened with Awesome Kong?
1: No, but it did happen. Slash Bertha, Karma, but it did happen to Birth of Faith.
0: Who gives a fuck about these old bitches who didn't have no platform? I give a fuck about that because I like old school wrestling like right, that. Right, but Bertha Faye didn't have a platform like the way the women do now. Well, Bertha Faye fucking sucks. But over in Japan, she was the shit. Right, but there's no platform. We're talking about a woman who's been given the platform. Again, is she the Dorf Ziggler? That's fucked up. You've been up. given a push. <laughs> are you? A, are you the female Dolph Ziggler? That's messed up, son. it's between you and Sasha. I got no. The,
1: I, got the, no the, I got The highest got, paid failures. I got. Ladies and gentlemen, so that you know, I got no comeback for this. When yeah. you, when, when this motherfucker says that you are a high paid failure, that's it.
0: I don't. If I was in WWE, I would have never re-signed Sasha.
1: Sasha need to get on the Indies. Or go back to NXT. Or do whatever the fuck she does.
0: Right, go figure out something. Yeah, you're great. The soup dog niece thing is cute. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, you love Eddie Guerrero. Blah blah blah. I got tacos. Uh, yeah, So what? You love tacos, bitch. The point. I is, like tacos
1: too. Yes. Yeah,
0: the point is, I don't give a fuck about Sasha Banks no more. What value does she hold to the company? All right, so you're only keeping her because she sells merch. Pretty much. All right. She's not. A, she's. She's. She ruined her Hell in a Cell match. She, uh, her and Bailey couldn't even get a feud off the ground. That's not the writing team. That's dumb bitches. Damn. I'm just saying. Mind you, y'all did this already
1: at NXT. How hard was this? And it worked when it was done at NXT. It, it worked was, at 100 miles per hour. But they're not doing anything compelling. That's why. Yeah,
0: sucks. yeah that, it, it does suck. And I think, I, yes, I am going to blame that on the booking and the writing. Scared to turn one person bad. At the same time, but you guys should have been able to go out there and define what you was capable of doing just off of telling a story in the ring.
1: Turn him heel.
0: Yeah, so that is what that is. There was something you brought up off camera, off 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 mic that I want to bring up on mic. Mm-hmm. You was talking about we got to go back to CM Punk now. Dana White and Joe Rogan talking. Word.
1: Right, let's this. talk about this shit now. Okay, so now before Punk, we close out this episode, so Punk got his ex up and coming fight coming up. You said next or X? No, next. <laughs> now I you say X. He got his next up and coming fight coming
0: up real soon. With well, a person who both who they both have first first they
1: both have losses. They are both zero and one. So Joe Rogan, along with some of the other UFC fighters, have felt like Punk should not be in this particular. Juncture of, of of highlighting a main eventing Hold on. UFC he shows. you should even
0: be in the fucking UFC. Well, that's my personal opinion. Okay, you saw the ass whooping he took from
1: another rookie. That's one fight. Who gives a fuck? One fight tells you everything. Let me explain something to you. Right, if this was boxing, mm-hmm. right, you don't expect somebody who's never had a golden gloves fight. To automatically go all the way into the pro ranks and to get a crack at the at the at the world championship. All right. Now here's where you're wrong. Now keep going. Keep going. Punk, who is a professional wrestler, who has a background in backyard wrestling, who is an independent wrestler, mm-hmm. who's put his body on the line in so many wrestling matches. Mm-hmm.
0: Just to be... Ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know, I'm tuning up the band because this nigga's
1: about to catch some sweet chin music on this mic. Keep to be the, the, to be a, a, a worker inside the ring. Okay. Maybe. I'm smiling right now. Punk should not have had his debut match in the UFC. A lot of people are critting. A lot of people not critting. A lot of critics, a lot of the workers who bust their ass in UFC... Joe Rogan, who is also a mixed oh, martial artist. Oh, there's no workers
0: in UFC. There are only fighters, competitors. Excuse me.
1: All of the fighters in UFC feel that CM Punk does not deserve those spots, does not deserve to be in those matches, to be on the marquee because he has yet to pay his fucking dues. Check this Hold out. Hold on, this ain't got nothing to do with dues, but I'm gonna break it down to you. Keep going. Check this out. I'm winding up. The here. way that I see this shit is dead ass simple. Dana White has gone on to say CM Punk is a draw. I don't give a fuck about how many years you've been busting your ass in a fucking dojo. Wrong. Hold on, let me finish. He said,
0: Dana White said, CM Punk can be a draw. He is a draw. He's not. Because that pay per view didn't sell well with CM Punk.
1: But the fact of the matter is, people still brought that shit.
0: But that wasn't wrestling fans. Those were UFC fans. Those were UFC fans. Those were UFC fans who buy fights on a regular.
1: Okay. And the fact of the matter is, they brought it, right? So now, he is an attraction. He's not the, you know, he's he's not um, silver, He's not Gracie. He's not Shamrock. He's not a name like those guys who bust their ass. But the fact of the matter is, he's a name who brings people in to watch these shows. And the fact of the matter is, is that. No, he didn't. Facts. I'm. I'm just saying. Let me get these. It up. might not. It might not have been. Andrew and Silver numbers. It might not have been Bass Rootin numbers or any of that shit. But the fact of the matter is, and and I'm 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 gonna and Bass
0: Rootin didn't draw Eva though. He was a great fighter.
1: I'm gonna quote Jericho on this shit. Mm-hmm. motherfucker regardless if you don't think I deserve to be in that spot shut the fuck up and get your payday the fact of the matter is, is that that's not this how
0: it works in the UFC
1: maybe so but at the end of the day the fact of the matter is, is that people tune in to watch the shit they tune in to see if this guy can hang or get his ass fucked up he got his ass fucked up he couldn't hang so you know what People are gonna tune in again to see if he's gonna get fucked up this time.
0: Ten dollar bet that's gonna be the lowest rated at UFC show. I, I'll bet you a bag of Doritos. No,
1: I, 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 I <laughs> and I, ten dollars.
0: I'm telling you for a fact, it's gonna be the lowest rated because one, there's two losers fighting each other. That's number one. Okay. Two losers of. Let me. Excuse me, people. I need you to stand back and. Watch. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta. Journeyman. I'm a UFC, I'm a UFC supporter. I, I'm I'm very educated in it. Let got me got tell ju- you something.
1: You got a journeyman. You got a journeyman who has matches underneath his belt. Who got his ass beat? He has wow. one match. One match, but the guy has trained longer and harder and more disciplined. No, he hasn't.
0: No, he hasn't.
1: No, well, I'm not talking about Punk now. I'm talking about Punk's opponent, mm-hmm. right? Because this is what it comes down to. I'm talking about Punk's opponent. Punk's opponent, as what a lot of the fighters in UFC feel that. This is a, these Hold on, guys. let me cut
0: you off. You're talking like a person who read about UFC, not watching, consume UFC. Well, I'm, I watch and consume. I I'm, breathe this I'm, UFC. I'm, shit. S- I'm
1: speaking on how I'm. Sp- you're damn right. I'm speaking you're, on you're how. You're speaking I feel. on
0: how you read the article, not based off of what. Let me allow me to All right, put ahead, this man. in perspective. Go ahead, man. Ladies and gentlemen, CM Punk came over to the motherfucking UFC because he wanted to do it, and he said so. It was something on his bucket not list. Not knocking do. him. Two years worth of training. Here's the difference. Let's take Brock and CM Punk. Both from the same fucking world, right?
1: Professional wrestling.
0: Here's the difference between Brock. Brock is it. Hold on, let me let me let me let me let me break it down. Brock had real wrestling training. All that shit CM Punk did was fake. Sorry, people, wrestling's fake. Wrestling is scripted. They told him he was going to win a match, and the nigga started believing it. I don't need to wrestle you, Triple H, but CM Punk, it's a story. I don't need to wrestle you. See, the nigga became a Bret Hart. He started believing his own fucking shit. So now. Hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. So you take someone like Brock. Who is an NCAA hold on, champion. Hold on, let me though, though, let me break wrestling. this down. Let me break this down. You take someone like Bobby Lashley, who have had amateur training, which means they got down on a mat, got emotionally, physically, and mentally broken down, and mm-hmm. then rebuilt to wrestle. Lashley is also a United States right. military we don't need wrestling th- th- these champion. Mother- these motherfuckers know this shit. So now you take CM Punk, who is who- a backyarder and a sports and a pro wrestler in the sports entertainment. Hold on, let me, let me finish this, Mark. Let me let me get it, let me get this right. All the nigga did was pretend. For 15 fucking years. Why other people have been training to be animals. Now mm-hmm. you get two years worth of fucking training. You go into your first match and you thought you were going to beat the kid, the, the ass of a kid who's been training to fight half his fucking life. Mickey Gauls put the rightful beats on him. CM Punk did not belong in that ring. That pay-per-view did not sell because of CM Punk. It was the upper card that sold that show. Who was the main event on that card? I'll pull it up right now. UFC. Hold on. We're going to pull this up because that was a big conversation amongst everybody. Um, CM Punk versus Mickey Gall. When did this go down, ladies and gentlemen? UFC 203
1: in 2016.
0: 2016, right. Right? The main card, Steopic versus Overeem, which we like to call Uberine, because that's the motherfucker who beat Brock Lesnar's fucking ass. Okay. Overeem. And Steopic came in there and knocked the shit out of Overeem where he thought he won the match talking to Joe Rogan. And we're not talking about a small guy, we're talking about six foot three. 250 uh, something pound man. Okay, that match sold the show. Okay, that hold was on, the main event. On. We had Travis Brown and the and the co-main versus We're Doom. That sold the motherfucking okay.
1: show. Hold on, CM Punk versus Mickey Gall. That was on the card. So that was what? Well, so that was like four, that was third. That was the third match before the semi-main and the um the main event. So that was a that was technically mid card, wasn't it? Doesn't matter. It could have been the first match. Oh, hold on,
0: did he uh submit CM Punk? Yeah,
1: he, he submitted. Knocked, he Knocked him out.
0: No submission. Two hours of fourteen. Submission. Seconds. Two minutes, fourteen seconds. Right. So in reality, here we are. <laughs> yeah, in the first round, people CM Punk. Now okay. I'm not knocking his due diligence for going in to train. Right. Right. Not gonna knock that. But you had two years of training. And you still couldn't pull it off. It's taking you four years to get to your second match. Wait, it's taking you another two and a half, almost three years to get to your second fucking match? Well. you know what CM Punk does well? He fails miserably and says, well, I gave it the good old GI try. Fuck out of here, Pilgrim. This nigga's a loser. The fucking guy trains in marathons, man. So who gives a fuck? Yeah, you know what? I love all those people who are talking about, I'm a vegan, I eat all right, and they're dying with cancer higher than niggas who eat pork rinds all day long. <laughs> CM Punk is a dude who wanted to accomplish everything with, with only putting half of the fucking work in.
1: So now, let's, okay. So he got his ass beat in the first the match. The greatest emo this.
0: of all time. I know greater
1: emos than that.
0: Dude. No, that's the one. He married a, a, a fucking Jewish man who who got himself tattooed, loves Pepsi Cola, and go well. If I said that, then that's what I said. You're a he's the he's the he's the greatest definition of a social justice warrior, being who who fails his way into success, and because and he's still the WWE credibility is carrying his career to this day. Okay, he needs to get on his fucking knees. And suck off Triple H and say thank you, sir. Would you come in my mouth? I would like another. And I'm sorry. Let's main event WrestleMania. You know what?
1: I'm 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 smiling at this shit because it's funny as fuck. But you know what? I really dude, feel dude? this way. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> that's, what, that's why I'm smiling like this. But at the end of the day, right? Regardless, if he does have to polish off Triple H. The fact of the matter is is this. So he has two years. And I explained this to my co-worker Mm -hmm. a couple of days ago. Right? Actually, no. I explained it to him yesterday. I said, granted, yes. He got his ass beat in his first match. Because we all knew this was was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now two years have gone by. Oh, and for the people who
0: think he's going to sell his pay-per-view at UFC 225, let me break it down to you. You got Yoel Romero. That's one crazy Brazilian. That nigga's gonna steal the fucking show. Well, first yeah, of all- Hold on. For, wait, you got wait, wait, Do, wait. Hold on, let me finish this. You got Dos Janos on the card. That nigga's selling it. We got Alistair Overeem, a.k.a. Uberine again, back in the show. Oh. oh, 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 did we forget? We got Arvarsky? Oh, and then CM Punk.
1: Okay, listen. We got a, we got a bunch of Brazilians. We got a Russian. We got a- That's
0: not. That's exactly. We got one Brazilian.
1: Oh, one Brazilian. A bunch of Russians. No Russians. That's American. Ah, fuck. Okay. So anyway, you got these guys here who bust their ass and they train. They work hard and they do what they do. My thing is this: Mm -hmm. as we sit here in this, as we sit here in our studio, and we do this podcast, I don't know what the fuck. Phil Brooks does when he's training I don't go to the I don't go to the Gracie pretending Dojo Pretending
0: to be, a, pretending but here's to the be deal. a UFC fighter But
1: here's the deal If I went to the Gracie Dojo And I decided to train in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu I Who don't have a Athletic background mm-hmm. Okay I'm not a football player Mm -hmm. But I could take a motherfucker down and and tackle with some football. Mm -hmm. I'm not the best basketball player in the fucking world, but I can pass and shoot. I got a
0: three and a dunk. After that, I ain't got shit. Look,
1: I'm short. I can't fucking dunk. Fuck you.
0: I can't. I don't have no hand. I don't dribble well. But you pass me the ball, I get it. I can dribble
1: and pass. I give it to you, but I ain't doing no crossover bullshit. Fuck that. (laughs) I'm old school NBA motherfucker. Let's go. Um, Which one, Jordan
0: NBA, or where the shorts were too tight? Well, the shorts was too fucking tight. Where they wasn't dunking. Harlem Globetrotters, right. god damn it. They dunked. <laughs> <laughs> but keep going, but keep going.
1: Okay, um, old school baseball cricket, whatever. Fucking, I play soccer shit. Okay, and those are some brutal ass motherfuckers. We're going to keep it 100. Oh, Cardinals and the, the quote
0: Joe, Joe, Rogan, uh, Joe Rogan says, Punk's placing on the car is disgusting.
1: What in the opening or, at the, or the or the mid portion of the card? In general, him being on the show was disgusting, and I agree. Well, then let's just say this. All right, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play um, advocate right now. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Punk should have did the Batista route, and fucking went to Bellator. And really got hurt. Maybe so, but you know what? He got to cut his he got to
0: cut his fucking teeth somehow. If he'd have did that, maybe. Oh yeah. Batista won his match. Right, and, okay. but where, but where did Batista go? He went to Bellator first. Where all of the Bellator dudes go to UFC?
1: Right, but fucking Bellator's underneath the, the UFC monster,
0: umbrella. But but the monsters are in Bellator.
1: And where did where did Bobby Lashley go?
0: Bellator, right? Right. Well, where, where are all the monsters at? Bellator. Right. But you know what? At the end of the day, right? So you want to send CM Punk to an unknown grave. You
1: fucking send him there. You just
0: was defending him but you just send him to an unknown grave.
1: Right. And you know why I did that? Because he should I'm be just,
0: buried with no tombstone.
1: I'm just saying maybe, maybe because since mother, the, the mother, and, and you know what? I don't give a fuck. Okay? No, I'm not a UFC fighter. And yeah, I'm going to just call it just like how it is. And I don't give a fuck because y'all ain't going to see me anyway. Fuck y'all. At the end of the day, right? Y'all the ones that's complaining, but this motherfucker's name is putting some extra fucking dollars in your pocket when you're still only just getting by over some little bullshit at home, over some little bullshit ass endorsement deal. But let me just say this: You're wrong again. Let
0: me just say this: He's not putting no money in the UFC. They've lost money on him.
1: But he's still a fucking name and an attraction.
0: No, see, that's the the problem. He's not an attraction in this world. So what I'm saying is, this is how you know Dana White is not fucking with him. Dana White reveals if CM Punk loses he's done. to Mike Jackson, he's cut. He's done. He did him a favor on an agreement. He wanted to cut him the first time, but he did him a fucking failure. So right now, if CM Punk wins, that still doesn't mean he's going to get his third
1: match. Right. And and that don't mean he's going to be in, and he's not going to get a title match no time fucking soon. He's not even, on the, the, he's not even on the list to be But considered. at the end of the day, right? How many fights do these UFC fighters I think do you're every comparing the
0: booking of UFC to WWE when it's completely
1: different. I know it's totally different. I know it's totally different. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, is that maybe, we're talking about cutting teeth now, paying your fucking dues, right? So everyone has something to say about that. I'm just saying, just maybe, the guy is busting his fucking ass training inside the Gracie fucking dojo. And if that says something that that if he's a piece of shit, then that also says that the fucking Gracies will whack us. fuck. No, that just and those means... Are both, and, and the Gracies, mind you, are supposed to be
0: the father. Don't ever who, go on a UFC show because them niggas will eat you up right now for what you just said. And I said we, it. I don't we, give a fuck. No, see, the problem is, and a lot of people don't realize, just because you train with greatness doesn't mean you become greatness.
1: So all I'm saying but is...
0: But he's paying the Gracies to train. They're not going to turn down a fucking student. Of course not. So at the end of the day, he may be good at learning the tools,
1: but he's not good at the mechanics. So what's to say now, since past his beatdown and his ass kicking from the last fight, that just maybe, just
0: maybe. Didn't CM Punk get beat up by uh, the cat lover, something, Teddy Hart? Yeah, you got beat up in front of that restaurant, CM Punk, you remember that? When a nigga beat your ass? (laughs) Yeah, you remember that? Te- remember Teddy Hart beat the shit out of CM yeah, Punk. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Everybody laughed at it. He just knows how to take a fucking. He just know. He doesn't. He doesn't know how to fight. CM Punk is one of those kids. You beat him up, and he goes, "Well, I took that fucking hit. Fuck out of here. You don't go into the elite game. You know what makes Brock Lesnar so fucking believable? Because he beat the shit out of a nigga. He lost his first fight, and he came back. Hold on because the nigga didn't understand the leg movement, got caught up by something that Brock could have got out of, but by his coaches going, get out of there. Second time around, Brock beat that nigga as his face wasn't recognizable. He beat the shit out of him. That blood was all over the place. I remember. Brock painted the town red. I remember that. Right, I remember that. And, and Brock Bro- beat the shit out of a serious amount of people, and he only lost because he had diverticulitis, and he was fighting it, and that's how o- Uberine our overing got the best of
1: him. So at the end of the day, right, right, Brock, who had a substantial wrestling background, like I right. said earlier, NCAA heavyweight champion, okay, um, in amateur wrestling. The guy could also be a fucking Olympian if he wanted to. But the fact of the matter is that he is a disciplined wrestler who's won a lot more wrestling matches than he probably lost on the amateur so, ranks. See,
0: but it's more than discipline, it's di- discipline, training, and drawing power. Application, fuck the drawing power. Now, what, you know what draws someone? Whipping ass. Okay. What so, draws a fighter is being able to do what he does. That's what makes Theopic amazing. That's mm-hmm. what makes John Bones Jones amazing. Okay. These motherfuckers—they're they're applying five different principles. CM Punk is phenomenal in wrestling because there is a bunch of emo fucks who love him and they support the loser being the man.
1: At the end of the day, I just say, given a proper chance, he'll lose again. I had to throw that in there. Give it a proper
0: chance. He'll lose again. Fuck that. <laughs> I
1: got. <laughs> I, th- I, got no, I got no. I got no. I got no reply no, 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 back for also, that, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't. I have no reply people back. People were for that. bantering
0: back and forth, but in reality, <laughs> CM Punk was given a great opportunity. Did he draw? No. Could did, did they think he can draw? Yes. Um, did they lose money on CM Punk? Yeah. Yes. Would they lose money again on CM Punk? Possibly. Possibly at a, at 99.9% sure. Is there a chance that he wins? 0.1%. Who, know,
1: who the fuck knows. All I'm saying is is that I think that he just might based on these 2 years of extra training. Maybe Joe Rogan will beat his ass. Well, we all know Joe Rogan can fucking fight. Yeah, Come Joe on, Joe Rogan's a fucking uh, I I think
0: he's one of the unknown fighters that never got known.
1: No, I'm I, that's what I'm saying. But uh, so every, he
0: does his train every
1: day. So maybe just maybe mm-hmm. Punk was probably doing has been doing the same thing too for the last two years. He has 4 years and 2 matches. Fuck
0: out of here. CM Punk is dead on arrival. I fuck him and the horse he rode in on, which is mother, and the horse he's going to ride out on, which is his wife.
1: Okay, so you know what? Just sell the t-shirts at fucking All In and just call it a See, day. See,
0: that's where I want Punk. That's where he belongs. That's because if he loses, you know he's gonna have to wrestle that all in. Against who? Allegedly, whoever. Cause, but here's the trick: if CM Punk wins this fight, we're gonna say, "Well, he fought a fucking loser."
1: Oh well, then Mickey they-
0: Gall was Gall well, was a winner.
1: Well damn, well that means that every on a on a good night a good fighter could lose a fucking match. Right. And
0: I think and I think with CM Punk's knee, I think I, I wanna see CM Punk knocked out to where his feet curl forward. <laughs> or or CM Punk wins the match because the other nigga was incapable and the third match is the end of his is, is really the ending.
1: Well, We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Right, because when when is the, when is when is when is, when is that USC next time? Two twenty
0: five? Uh that's going to be. Hold on. Um I you know what? Maybe we should watch that.
1: I think we should. What's the date? Let's see. I'm looking at boom, 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 USC two twenty five. Is it before all in or after all in? I think it might be before. Okay, so now we got, if it is before All In, we got some time to see this. When's all, yeah, all, all In? Yeah. All In September 1st. All June 9th. June 9th. That's next fucking Saturday.
0: That's next Saturday. Oh, man, CM, CM Punk, I'm going to proudly
1: watch you on Oliga TV die.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Looks like, a, well, nah, I'm not even going to say how. I'm going to see the shit, but. <laughs> I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna stream
0: it illegally. I'm gonna trap that shit on the bandwidth. I'm saying it now. Nicky, but got, anyway, you
1: got Cody on your Xbox, nigga? Huh? You got Cody on your Xbox, nigga? No, out. I'm
0: gonna plug the computer up to the TV screen. <laughs> oh, 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 you got Cody on the
1: computer? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm a, tra- I'm trapping on the bandwidth. Oh, you do what I do? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Fuck out of here. Paying for some UFC fight. They're not gonna get my dollar unless Brock is on the screen. What the f- <laughs> or Stiopic, one of the two, or John Barnes Jones. At the end of the
1: day, th- this is what I'm, and, and no disrespect, because I'm just bullshitting here. Yeah, we was just bullshitting. Res- listen, I respect martial arts at the end of the day. Mm. I respect the fuck out of UFC. I like the yeah. concept and the idea of different fighting styles coming at Mixed it martial together. martial arts coming together, yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, shout out to the, um, you know, but anyway, I was going to say shout-out to the father of this shit. Actually, I am. Shout-out to the fathers of this shit, Ali and Inoki. But at the end of the day. No. Now I know you don't know
0: your UFC history. At the end of the day. Shout-out to the father who created it, and his name was Bruce Lee.
1: Ooh.
0: So anyway, and I'm not going to say he created it. But Bruce he put Lee it to, he put it together. He had this concept way before and it was a few other people who were executing it across the time. But Bruce Lee this is something he this was something he wanted because style uh, versus style. Yeah, but anyhow, let's bring this episode to an end because we're going to we got to record our next episode. We going right to on. take a break. I thank you guys for listening to episode 11, uh, 11 of Wrestlers with Experience. On our next episode, we're going to talk about the transitional champions in the history
1: of WWE. Feel free to hit us up on all of our social media. We don't support Facebook.
0: Well, yeah, we yeah. that's gonna be in the meeting. Well, week. Well, well,
1: the well, the main, the main, the ones that matter,
0: Twitter and Instagram, Twitter
1: and Instagram, M double forty four at Instagram and XMK Nightbuster. Feel free to hit me up there. And uh, you know, check out the pigs, follow is me. Is that on there, Twitter but, as well? Uh yeah, the Twitter joint is um Oh you, XM you made Night them Buster. both the same. Right. The the whole thing is
0: um uh, XM Nightbuster.
1: XM Nightbuster, M double 44. Right. Just do the shit there. That's Instagram and that's on Twitter as well.
0: All right. And um for me it's Dietrich Davis at Instagram and on Twitter. Also download the podcast Wrestles with Experience. Um, with myself, Dietrich Davis, and Mark Knight. I really hope you
1: guys are really enjoying the show, man, because we really put in a lot of heart on this stuff, and we have fun doing this shit. Right. Um, Also, download uh,
0: Important Nobodies with myself, Dietrich Davis, Daisha Hicks, and um, Justin Maloney. Uh, Video component coming soon. Download, watch, repeat, share, and enjoy. We thank you guys for coming in, and that's pretty much it.
1: All right, guys, have a good night, and we'll talk to you guys later. See you next week.
0: And um, don't forget also to subscribe to all of our platforms. Peace. So when I close it out, just let it close out.
1: Okay. Um, Can I say hopefully?